That's a good point. I'm going to get a drink of water in this intro. I'll be back in 10 seconds. No problem. Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and PBR is my friend. I'm Ben, and I just ate three Indian food entrees. I'm Johan Lennox, and I'm uh, I'm on somebody else's computer right now. I feel like I'm in like a different planet. <laughs> Holy like everything, shit! Everything is not where it should be. Holy shit! We got Johan Lennox here on a borrowed computer. Yes. This is like What's up? You What's up, Johan? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. I'm a fan. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. Um, Jesus Christ, if you didn't hear before, Johan's got a sick fucking EP out right now. It's called Cancel the Party. Thank you. It's available Thank on all the, the streaming platforms, right? Yes, sir. And YouTube, we got I got like a 22-minute film of it on YouTube. It's just like me dicking around in the, the suburbs of Boston with my homies. Awesome. And probably... If you're feeling really supportive, I'm sure it's also available to purchase. All of that. Stream it. I think streaming is probably the best for me. Yeah, like that's probably where most everyone's playing music from anyway. But, you know, just in case anyone is feeling generous and. Yeah, I appreciate it. Just, just mail me a check. D- do that. Maybe you'll play a show in your town if you do that. I'll be down. So yeah, holy shit! Go check out "Cancel the Party." It is fantastic. And I am not just saying that. They're called "Alone in the Theme Park." I think that was what probably prompted this whole thing, uh, which is just about me riding like Twisted Colossus by myself and missing a girl. And it's, that's a that's a tight fucking track. Thank and two two notes about that track for our listeners: one, friend of the show, El Toro Ryan, made a great video. Yeah, he killed it. It's a good companion piece to the to the song. Yep. And two, your boy hooked up a remix. Thank you, Johan, for uh, getting yeah, that to happen. Totally. Yeah, let's drop that shit. Absolutely. Uh, I think I'll be attaching that at the end of this episode. Sick. And uh, yeah, yeah, I love how it came out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was. It's a lot of fun to do that. So hope y'all enjoy. But definitely go check out Cancel the Party. So hell yeah. Holy shit. Now you're you're out in LA. Yes, sir. I'm from Boston, but yeah, I've been in LA for a few years. So um you say you're in Magic Mountain pretty frequently. I am. You know, Magic Mountain probably yeah, every 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 few weeks I'd say, and then not a little less frequently. All right, well yo, give us the rundown on your most recent visit. Ben and I have both been there several times. Yes, sir. I think I went um like three days ago. I'm trying to think. Must have been Thursday, yeah. I had this session, like a producing writing session with this kid who happens to live in Santa Clarita. And I was just like, I don't think I'm going to go there. And I, was, and I talked myself and I was like, All right, I'll go there and I'm just going to go to Magic Mountain for three hours. And then it turned out and he was just like, yeah, like, can I come? Whatever. I was like, of course. And um, turns out like what with the season pass, like, you know, he got in for like 10 bucks or whatever. So it was great. And um, yeah, so I gave him my little tour, basically. I don't think he'd ever been there. Uh, oh, wow. He's not, he's not like from there. I think his family just moved back and he's just back in town. But um 
yeah, so I sort of we did my version of like the quick circuit through Magic Mountain, which was like full throttle. Uh, I was going to skip Goliath, but he was just like, oh, it looks cool. So we did that and then Twisted Colossus and then skipped, let's see, skipped Scream, Batman and Riddler, which is, again, <laughs> this is my, my edit. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, um, Apocalypse West Coast Racers, which was my first time on it, Tatsu and X2. I think it's a pretty good, I mean, I think like Superman is a great, is a great one to get on too, but I just figured the line would be too long. I haven't been on. Went to the the studio. Literally, just did that in three hours. Got my free meal and then dipped. That's shit. Yes, sir. Pretty fun. I guess I should have gotten on a kitty coaster too. There was. We were talking about this the other day. Somebody on was it Airtime Thrills was talking about saying that his favorite kitty coaster is uh, one of the ones at Magic Mountain, but I forget which one. They they have. I think that's the kitty coaster capital of the world. Yeah, there's four of them. Yeah, he said Canyon Blaster is like low key good. I don't think I've been on that one. I've been on the Roadrunner. So okay. I mean, he's got a he's got an advantage over everybody here on this show in that he's got a child. Yeah, I'm also just like not a credit. Like I don't really care. You know, like I just like I guess I could get the credit, but it's just like who, who gives a shit. But if that one's good, I'll write it. But for I'm not sure, about to, like jam myself into a child seat by myself. <laughs> I usually roll to the theme park by myself too. And it's like alone in the theme park. Like I just, I usually just go there for a few hours, like marathon, like maybe like three rides, and then just go home, which is awesome. But I have been with some music industry people too. Nice. Yes. What do you think of uh, West Coast Racers? I thought it was cool. I mean, I definitely think. I think it just is a family ride. I don't know. Like I guess it goes upside down, but I don't. Yeah, it's hard to. I feel like people have been kind of like hedging that a little bit. Like, yeah, it's like a pretty gentle thrill ride. It's kind of a family thrill ride. I feel like it's just a family coaster, but uh, I liked it. Um, I was actually surprised. I felt like it was like really smooth. Like, I don't know if like every premiere ride is that smooth when they open or something, but it was just like, it felt like we were on like air the whole time, which I appreciated. Yeah, no, it definitely rides really smooth. And I like, I think you're right. It's definitely like got that family thing, kind of like um, Silver Bullet. It's yeah. like a family invert. That's kind of like I a family launch I, coaster. I love Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet's dope. I yeah. forgot how great it was. I was out there um, right after Christmas. Yeah, it's nice. No mid-course. And um, and then it has that helix, which is like where you're like kind of right over the water, which is pretty intense. Yeah, and that's got nice Gs in it, that helix. Yeah. And there's yeah, like there's like an overbank turn in it too, which I feel like is kind of random for an invert. That overbank is sick. And it's not even, it doesn't even make sense. In fact, it's almost more like a stangled dive, but like on an invert. Cause it's like, it does, it kind of ends up, like it doesn't actually turn around in the middle of it. It sort of just does like a slight jog to the right and goes upside down for like not really any reason. Yeah. It's not even like a 90 degree turn. Yeah. It's like maybe yeah. 45. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's a great ride. That's a dope ride. So it's just re-rideable. Like I love Batman and Magic Man. Like I actually do, but it is just like. I, like I don't want to get on that more than twice in a day. It's just like so, you know, just getting pounded into the ground. Like it's just, it's fun, but like you can't do it over and over. Oh man, I fucks with Batman. I'll ride getting, that thing. Getting getting pounded to the ground. Yeah, I know. I feel like people. Yeah, I feel like that. I just like don't. I don't know. People have different opinions on this shit, but like that, like Riddler. You know, like I just like positive G's. Like I just don't. I don't really care. You know. I mean, when I was seventeen, I rode Batman seven times in a row here at Great America. Mm. but I'm 31 now. My body might not react so kindly. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I mean, it's really fun, but yeah, it can just kind of start to 
I was actually surprised I wrote it over Christmas and I wrote it twice and I was actually surprised that it didn't really fuck with me. But, uh, that you felt, you felt okay. Like solid after it. Yeah. Like I was, I was expecting the worst and I was like, Oh wait, I'm, I'm totally fine. So I've also been feeling like, I don't know. When did you, did you write it early in the day? Uh, I was at open, but it was in the winter time. And so like, I noticed that, um, when they run B and M's in the winter time, they put different wheel combinations on. So they run faster. Hmm. So like this was running like faster than average. Oh, weird. Yeah. I think West Coast Racers also might just be super smooth because it's like, I think it actually just isn't a fast ride, which just means yeah. like, you know, like if you compare it with like full throttle, like it's just not like full throttle can't be as smooth because it actually goes fast. Uh, I mean, I mean it's still quite smooth, but you know, like this was just completely different level to me. The launch is totally accurate to like flooring it in a car. It feels almost like one to one. The West Coast Racers one? Yeah. It hits super late, I feel like, right? It's like you kind of like, you're like, oh, okay, we're just accelerating. And then like halfway through, it's sort of like, okay, here you actually go, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, more like the cars I've driven, maybe not an actual like West Coast choppers or uh, I you know, know. <laughs> West Coast customs. I have yeah. no idea. I've driven fucking shitty hoopties my whole life, so. No, nah, it was fun though. And uh, I mean, yeah, it was, I was also impressed that they like, kept it moving fast enough that like the sh- the shed or whatever wasn't like it was literally like five seconds which is good oh, nice. they definitely didn't come up with like an actual like experience to have in there you know no they have the like weird video looping and There's, that's like, it literally an ad. like honestly i would not have been surprised if they just had a chick-fil-a ad there like they used to have <laughs> in, uh, the full throttle queue like it's just like here's your experience like buy a coke product on your way out i mean that kind of is what it is right i mean it's just an ad for like their show or whatever or i guess the west coast customs like products Brand, if there are. Yeah. yeah i don't know why yeah but i mean that's how it feels you know i mean that car doesn't yeah the car in the queue line is pretty cool yeah she was tight Oh, that's good. And I mean, I guess like, you know, you can give them some credit for like decorating the parking lot in front of it that, so that it like looks like a street or whatever instead of just a pile of asphalt like the rest of the park. But yeah, Well, it's I'm, funny. Like, I mean, I, I haven't ridden the ride, but, you know, going with Scream that is literally on a parking lot yeah. to that ride, it's like, what's the difference? I wonder, like, would it really be that hard for them to just like put like three inches of dirt under Scream and like, you know, the the back half of twisted colossus and just like put some grass in there like oh no not at all like it would it would cost them like nothing it's just like comparison to their daily operation this year right like maybe could they just do that or something like that'd be nice they don't even need to do all that just buy enough astroturf to cover it yeah honestly you're probably right because from from the point of view of the ride you wouldn't even see it the difference and it's just it just looks so fucking bad yeah, there's still like the paint lines and shit. Yeah, and in Twisted Colossus, there's all the footers from real Colossus, like where it just, you know, like the turn took a slightly different arc. So there's just all that shit still there and the asphalt under it. It's just like swag. It's just like fucking sloppy, man. God damn it. I feel like I feel like that's part. I feel like I basically prefer knots, which is maybe just because I've been to Magic Mountain too many times in the past three years. But like, I feel like when I went to Knotts, I was like, oh, they actually give a shit here. It just felt like a nice park. Like everything was actually running. Like it was actually landscaped. Yeah. Cedar Fair parks tend to be a lot better with landscaping and just cleanliness and keeping shit up. Overall presentation is much better. Yeah. I mean, like they, they might not be good with theming and they might not be good with like, um, I don't know, like maintaining theming. They, they're more likely to take something out than to keep it. But, if it take it out, it at least look good. Yeah. So. No. I, yeah. I think. I think Knott's is basically just like a better quality park. 
like in certain i think per roller coaster the coasters are actually better like like i mean magic Mountain has more so it probably has some better rides overall but like for the amount of rides not has i feel like the like the rbi what you know what i mean like right well not's like, biggest problem seems seems to be more so operations and lines i've heard that when i was there it was like it was like just amazing like just everything was great i mean except for accelerator i guess which was running one train and like there was two seats that were blocked off there, but they were in different Ooh. rows. So people were just skipping the entire row. Cause like no one's going to ride alone in the, you know what I mean? So it was just like, yeah, it was like one train with essentially like one car missing from it. Oh shit. Ugh. But even then it was like, I don't know. I only go on weekdays to these places. So it's just like, it was fine. I still got on like, like my day at knots. I rode ghost rider 25 times. I rode accelerator five times. I rode, silver bullet like three hang time like three and everything else once that was a full day i didn't even leave it closing i was like god damn yeah like i'm, I'm like i'm fucking very efficient with this <laughs> this is why i can't it, go uh, to these parks with any people anybody because if you go with friends they like want to actually do stuff and like yeah the park. <laughs> yeah what about Mon- is montezuma's revenge like permanent or not permanently but like long term down i wrote it this oh was like um last summer Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I rode that right after Christmas. It was okay, I was. It was I was gonna like, say like I've seen trip reports of people saying it was closed it was with like the train off the like, track when I got there, and then like sort of I like saw it running from across the park and like sprinted there before I was like it's gonna close again. So that shit was cool. That launch is like weirdly more intense than I feel like a lot of modern launches. Like it's just so like like it, the initial like jerk when it kind of kicks in or whatever is just like yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, when you wrote it, did you notice if the very front seat and very last seat were open or closed? I feel like I remember one of them being closed actually, now that you mentioned it, but I, I don't remember exactly which, or I, I do remember seeing something like that. Though. Okay. Yeah. Cause it was like really weird when I was there just a couple months back and they just, just the front row and the back row were closed off. Every other row was fine, but I was like, that's weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Not. that's true. <laughs> no, that's true. But I will say like, every, yeah, for the most part, like all the rides were open that day. Like there wasn't just, I feel like when I go to Six Flags, it's just like, there's always like a couple of coasters that are just randomly not open, you know, like, cause they're like, we have 20 of them. So who cares? You know, they just like, don't run them all, you know? And like, there's always like a lot of food places that are just randomly not open too, which is just kind of like annoying you know stuff like that i just felt like not like it just felt like they were actually like running a theme park you know <laughs> like magic man just feels like they like installed a bunch of rides in a in a in an area and like maybe you can ride some of them They're like calling all teenagers in the greater los angeles metro area yeah facts. please report to magic mountain no literally it's that you're needed to not serve food it's it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, and there's always like only one window open at like the Johnny Rockets and shit. So it's just like you know a massive line for what like shouldn't you know just stuff like that. It's just, yeah, that's Six Flags. You get what you pay for. Yeah, or like, like I mean, running two trains on Twist of Colossus, which like I guess like if for any other ride that would make sense, but that means you're guaranteed to only duel once at most. You know. Oh. Whack. It was it was hilarious when I was waiting for that. It went down so they could add the third train, and then the yeah, third. Yeah, they, they do that all the time in the middle of the day. I don't, I don't know if other parks do that, but I feel like they just just be like, "Yeah, I guess we'll like add another train today." Instead of just like doing it at the beginning of the park, they just like do it in the middle of the day, and then they're like an hour later, they're like, "You know, what? actually, it's not that busy. We'll take it off." And then just like just constantly telling the queue like, 
sorry, we're going to be down for a little bit while we do this transfer. It's just like, why is I felt like Cedar Point was bad about that too. Or it was like, oh, it's a Saturday in July. Nah, you don't need three trains. I'm like Magnum. And then like 1045, oh, we got to put the third train on. Yeah, just like, like how much money do you really save by doing that? It's just like stupid. Well, I also, well, I think sometimes too, like maintenance crews probably are taking their time doing their inspection. So it's maybe from my, my experience at Cedar Point, like maintenance there was super lazy because they were unionized. So like, um, they would be, they would, they would like open rides late, you know, and they would be drag they would drag their feet. So they kind of, I'm sure they'd push back to like, well, like, do you guys really need three trains today? Uh, cause we're not ready yet. And then they disappear, uh, smoke cigarettes, come back. That fucking so. sucks. Yeah. And, uh, at Great America, my experience was all the mechanics were, were drunks. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I've never drank and ridden a roller coaster. I feel like people do that. I feel like it's a, it doesn't seem like a good idea. Oh, it's pretty great. Is yeah. It no, it's awesome. Is it just not just nauseating? I guess if it's like not a nauseating ride in the first place, why would why would drinking make it one? Right. Well, like if you can go to knots and handle twenty five laps on Ghost Rider plus all the <laughs> other ones, like I don't think adding a little alcohol before a couple <laughs> rides will really make that big of a difference. Yeah, nice. You make a good point. I think your your stomach is already capable of handling the rides, so Yeah, no, you're right. That's a good point. Ghost Rider's great. That's a fucking great ride. Getting high and riding a coaster is great too. That I can obviously, yeah, clearly that would be incredible. I've definitely had a few times where I've been on a ride and I'm stoned and it's like the lift hill and I'm like really high. So like my thought goes somewhere else and I get lost in my thought and then suddenly yeah, you're going like, down the first yeah. drop and it's like, holy shit, I'm on a coaster. Like That's awesome. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> Yeah, I was I uh, start smoking weed again. <laughs> yeah, like I was in a, I was in Texas in September, and I rode Kima Boardwalk, and I was like pretty ripped. And I started thinking about work to the point where, like, I started thinking <laughs> about work after the first drop, and then the train, and then the train went into the brake run. I was like, oh fuck, I don't even remember the ride. Like, I wasn't, I didn't, like, I didn't pay attention at all. <laughs> it yeah. just that start that definitely starts to happen to me too. Like when you like when because again like. I'm pretty much going to these parks to just like fully marathon shit. It's like, yeah, once you get into like the 10th or 15th ride, you just start to like miss parts of it and shit. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's okay though. Yeah. Like, um, I also wrote steel vengeance pretty ripped and that ride actually, it almost moves too fast for you to process what's going on. And not in a good, it's just like, it's just like a perfect, like positive and or negative G thing that just kind of switches between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly how I would describe it. It's like you know, if you're if you're really gonna look at the G output on a like roller coaster tycoon, yeah. there'd be no variability. It'd be like one solid line of negative, or like it'd be like one solid line at negative one, and then like a solid line at like positive two point five. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I mean right. Yeah, because they can right whatever like calculate it. I guess so they just like this is what you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're just, and then at the end of the day, like you're sort of just like sitting perfectly upright in your seat. Yeah. You know, you're not getting thrown around. You're not really like experiencing any weird variability in the track. It's just kind of like a perfect planned out ride. Yeah. I feel like my new favorite ride at Magic Mountain is just like apocalypse for like kind of what you're talking about. Just like 
it is just like a little messier, you know, like it's a little less predictable than Twisted Colossus. Yeah. Style. I've just written it so many times. I'm like, yeah, just like actual wooden coasters. That's, right. yeah, that's like definition wooden coaster because you can get a really good ride on it or you can get a total shit ride on it. Yeah. It's crazy you- the difference from the beginning of the day. I mean, obviously everyone always says this, but I do feel like, like even just because we were talking about like Coaster Studios or whatever, like, you know, if you're watching the one review of a ride, like if that review is based on like a morning ride versus like a night ride or something, like, those are like completely unrelated rides on some of these, you know? Right. It's just like, yeah, like, 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 uh, I think it's funny watching Taylor do reviews because it's kind of like every RMC is amazing. Every arrow is awful. Every Vacoma is awful. And Tobu zoo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel him, but yeah, for sure. There's, there's probably more variation depending on, what you're looking for like there was one review that uh i was laughing at where he said that the i think he said like the inline roll on alpengeist was too whippy i know i actually when i met him at magic mountain i told him he should like re-review some of these from his like the early days of his channel where like it was just like a list of criteria with a one to 10 scale on each and shit because it's like yeah i mean i i'm not i enjoy his like reviews and shit and he is the only person who actually has like comprehensive reviews on like most coasters in the western hemisphere so it's just like that is where i go for that type of content and like i feel like i have no idea like like some of those reviews yeah like like album guys or some shit like that just clearly don't reflect like how he probably feels now you know but just kind of like i just be curious if you know to get another opinion I love Alpine guys. That's a fucking incredible ride. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like the more time that has passed since you last rode a coaster, I don't want to say like the more invalid, but it's, it's like, right. the, yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah. The less yeah. accurate. Yeah. Your, well, the ride has changed and like, yeah, you, you're probably a totally different person. You experienced more shit. Like, yeah, it's just totally. right. You've probably been on more rides. You might have a different opinion about how X, Y, or Z feels. Yeah, but it's not a point of validity. Yeah, it's more like accuracy. Like, I wrote that shit what fifteen years ago. I don't fucking know. It was great then. I have no idea now. (laughs) No, hundred percent. Yeah, (laughs) it's wild. It's weird too because like we were talking about earlier, like having like been really into this shit as a kid, and then having like a gap when I like went to college and stuff, and then like getting back into it now. Like a lot of like my favorite rides I've ever been on were like rides I rode like more than a decade ago and just like mm-hmm. like i probably remember what they were like but like you know what i mean it's like a pretty untrustworthy uh, memory sometimes you know right <clears throat> yeah no and that's definitely how it's been i don't know maybe for you ben you didn't take quite as much of a total absence as i did from like doing coasters for about 10 years but for me it's like <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> Yeah, I've been on a bunch, but, like, how accurate is, like, I know I like these things, but who the hell knows? Right. Yeah, I think, um, I'm trying to remember, like, I really liked Riddler's Revenge um, back in 09, 2010, 2011, and then I wrote it, uh, it was, like, two years ago, and I was like, man, this thing sucks. I'm not a fan. I mean, I mean, I don't dislike it, but it's just, like. It's not in my like top five rides in that park. I feel like, I feel like though it's gotten a lot slower and it's gotten a little, it's gotten more of a rattle. It's a little rougher. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely got a little roughness to it. It's like beyond a rattle or maybe it's just 
the trains because you're standing, yeah. but yeah. like it's got like a roughness to it that makes it not as enjoyable. Yeah, and like it's, yeah. I do I do think it's like try, I was trying to like look at a POV I filmed in 2010 and trying to think back that with the ride on 2017. I think it's a lot slower. Um, I wonder why. Doesn't seem like. Like, why would that happen? <laughs> Maybe I mean, unless it was like a you know the mid course is trimmed a little harder or something. Right, right. But or a different wheel combination. I feel like they'll have it a long ass time, and they're not going to convert it. So, right now they're going to keep milking that record because for as long as nobody's building standups because it's a dumb gimmick, that's yeah. still the tallest, fastest, most inversions. Right, right, right. That they can continue to be like. Well, it's the tallest, fastest, most inversions on a stand-up coaster. They should just swap uh, <laughs> Riddler's Revenge and Scream Trains for like a season. <laughs> Put Batman's well, trains on right? Riddler. Because, like, because none of the stand-ups ever had a barrel roll or whatever, whatever like a zero-g roll or a um, or um, a cobra roll. Yeah, the only the only the stand-up is too intense. Drayton Manor had a a standup with Intamin. Yeah, it was Intamin. But yeah, they had that one had a zero G roll, which looked pretty cool. Yeah, shit. And it's UK, so apparently during like ERT sessions, they let you stand backwards on it. Is this thing torn down, or is it? Is it? I think it's it's still there. I want to say it's still still happening. Yeah, it's it's still a standup, right? Yeah, they haven't converted it because it's an Intamin. Or Gio Vanola, but I thought it was yeah. Intamin. Well, like that, I think at the time Gio Vanola and Intamin were the same. Were like I, one, the same I, I looked at this up one time and like figured out the whole mess of how it works, but I don't remember. One of them is a subcontractor to the other one, right? Yeah. So, however, that all works out. Either way, it was an Intamin or Gio Vanola. Whichever case, that's the anomaly that's stand-up Intamin. coaster. But it looks yeah. kind of boring, other than the. The, I, wonder you know, that feel like. I guess that'd be like a lot of width if your whole body's standing. You know, it's just like the vertical distance of your body twisting. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot more intense probably than a... Yeah, because even... Because on the floorless coasters or the sit-down coasters, the uh, the zero-G roll is usually pretty like... You know, it's pretty intense. Laterals. Yeah. I'm just head. imagining like if you're... If you're positioned wrongly on those bicycle seats and you slam down with those, with those G-forces afterwards... Yeah, maybe it's just painful, yeah. Yeah, I could see definitely like some growing issues for any dudes. Probably women too. Yeah. But especially like if your ball, balls are getting it. <laughs> so Giovanola was is like a company that was in the same town as BM, Monte, Switzerland or whatever. I and think, they made and they made like parts, I guess, in, like for Intamin and B and M. Interesting. Wikipedia here. I know they built Goliath at Magic Mountain and Titan. Nineteen eighty-eight. Excuse me, eighteen eighty-eight. Holy shit! It, it was like a, yeah, it was like a metal forging shop. Joseph Giovanola in eighteen eighty-eight. Who the fuck wrote this into this article? This is awesome. God, you're coming on here to school us, Johan. I'm just reading Wikipedia, but yeah, you know, it's a public public resource. Well, you know, I I told you our level of professionalism is um beyond slim to none. 
man, it's pretty sad that like, you know, Joseph Giovanola founded this company in 1888. And then in 2000, they built Goliath and Titan. And four years later, they went out of business. <laughs> it's like, what, a, what an unfortunate ending. And remember how hyped up Goliath was at the time? Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, in fact, that was the that was the main focus of that Discovery special. Screen Parks was like, and we're building a new coaster, and they like show the the like animation and everything. Mm-hmm. And they have well, like, like Dave in, Escalante riding it, and yeah. Well, it's definitely overshadowed by Millennium Force. That's true. I mean, yeah, they, it had the high yeah, record for like a month. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, they fucked that one up. Definitely. I remember in the video that they like that they interview they like talk to one of the construction workers right after they top off and he's like yeah and the height is still classified at this time. I was just wondering about that <laughs> shit like you really think a park is just going to like swoop in and beat your record to like in, in the next 2 months or something like I guess maybe I mean, wait on it so that the PR splash is bigger when it's announced. I mean maybe it's maybe they they knew Cedar Point was building something too and they were like you know, maybe they thought Cedar Point. They didn't realize Cedar Point's uh, coaster would be over 300 feet. Yeah, that was a pretty crazy year. Yo, maybe there was some personal beef between Gio Vanola and Intamin, and Gio uh, Vanola was like, yeah, they, yeah. "Fuck you, Intamin. We got this. 255." And Intamin was like, "Nah, fuck y'all. 310." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking about that day? Like, it's it's funny how there's like, like. The whole like 300 foot or 200 foot, like those definitions and shit, like that only matters in like two countries, right? Everywhere else they use metric. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just kind of like, it's just like, like there's no coasters like really, I feel like traditional. Well, I guess, uh, Thunder Dolphins, like what is that, like 270 something maybe? Yeah. But for the most part, there's this like gap after 255, right? Cause we just like jump up to 300. Cause like who fucking cares at that point, you know? Like may as well get that stat. But at the same time, like in most countries, like that wouldn't even, be significant you know what i mean yeah i mean so 310 feet's only 94 and a half meters right you'd have to get to like what three and that also like kind of explains why like ferrari whatever that shit is red force like they didn't bother to go to 400 because once they passed 100 meters probably they were like wow that sounds crazy you know because well, yeah. who would they be advertising to with the foot that's what Count. I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like nobody ever really thinks about that shit. You know, and we're like, oh, well, is it technically a, a giga or whatever? It's just like, well, to them, it's like they probably, they could just have a whole other term for like a hundred meter tall, you know? Yeah. I mean, they don't even seem to care though. Right. Oh, just about height records in general. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. In other countries, it seems to just be like, yeah. we have a new ride. It's tall yeah. as fuck. That's, that seems like a much better way to do it. <laughs> Maybe just maybe just focus on making the ride good instead of just making a right. Goliath, you know. Oh, it's got the the most uh, barrel rolls in the entire county. Who gives a shit? Have you been on that? What is that fucking the one with like five of them or whatever? Colossus in London, uh, like Thorpe Park or whatever. Oh yeah, no, that looks weird though. Where it just does like four in a row. And they're just like, and here these are just for the stats. Yeah, they're like it's got yeah, ten. Then- uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, you do the four, and then you go through a quarter turn, and you do one last one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, before the station. The that's, four that's in a row looks so weird. It's like pencil like shavings. Be... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look very like natural, or it doesn't look like a roller coaster. Not to mention, like the rolls are not. Uh, there's no whip to them at all, so it's like a very smooth, like you know, literal controlled like roll sensation. Hmm. 
kind of like on Volcano, where it wasn't whippy. It was just kind of like a constant yeah, yeah, yeah. speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah, because like the track, because it's an invert, so the track had to like go down a ton for you to stay in the center. Yeah. The upside down part. That was a good ride. That ride was dope. I, I, the, the pacing always kind of felt weird to me because like I feel like in terms of track length, like the launches or like the the like exit from the volcano is like halfway through the ride. You know what I mean? Because like yeah, there's like, two massive launches and then this gigantic yeah. turnaround and then you go upside down and then you finally come out of the mountain and then like that's kind of half the ride and then you just do three barrel rolls and that's it. Yeah, because after the barrel rolls, you just like drop and hit the brakes. Yeah, they should have just had it like come back up or something for one more. But it's too bad they couldn't think of some other stupid thing to put in that volcano, but maybe it was just like falling apart or something. Yeah, like they should have done a hypersonic XLC. Oh my God. Well, oh. You know, when I went, that was there when I went, but it wasn't open. Very but like, imagine how good that top hat would be through the volcano. It'd be so crazy. It would look so weird <laughs> poking out. Would you go back straight back into it? Yeah, they just expand the uh, the mouth of the volcano a bit. <laughs> so it's just this like it's just the tip just poking out, like sticking out of it. It's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, just like in real life when the lava comes out of the volcano and then it's just like, eh, goes back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm good, actually. Yeah, wish I had gotten on that. Volcano was cool. That was a long-ass wait. Yeah. And a lot it's of downtime. Low-capacity low ride. One thing yeah, I liked about Volcano... <clears throat> one thing that I liked about Volcano was that the the last car was still in the turn. As it as it launches, I don't know if you guys remember that. Like, if you sit in the very back, oh, yeah, 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 like the flat, like the unbanked little turn out of the station. Yeah, so it's like you yeah, get yeah. you get this like little like second of like a whip as you wow, straighten out and then launch. No, oh, yeah, so I still gotta remember that. I like that. Sometimes that happens. I feel like yeah, there's rides where things just like aren't. They just didn't leave enough space to avoid that kind of thing. Always cool. <laughs> like a little bonus, accidental, but a bonus. Nice tight. I like laterals. I feel like I prefer laterals to positive Gs. That's another yeah. thing I've noticed with a lot of wooden coasters that they're, they're like more likely to have that than like the you know the, the hybrids. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like yeah, RMCs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like RMCs do not utilize laterals at all. They're they like do like they do like in the opening, like like usually the before lift hill part. I feel like sometimes they oh, sit there. Yeah. Like they just have fully flat turns for those parts usually, but. Or like if you look at the top of uh, Hakuge or whatever, it does like a turnaround at the top of the left hill that's just like completely flat for some reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably pretty fun. I will probably never find out. Not with that attitude. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that shit looks so cool though. Um, I think sometimes, yeah, in those pre-lift sections too, just with like the weird banking, like I'm thinking of Twisted Colossus. Like just with the weird banking, that kind of gives you the like laterals because you're going so slow through it. Yeah, yeah, maybe those are fun. I like those, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not like like wood coaster shit. They just did it that way because like I don't know, just easier to build or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean wooden coasters. They, I mean they obviously were calculating forces, but when they were designing wooden coasters before computers, it was really about making sure that the you know, the train would have enough speed to get through it or it wasn't going to go too fast. So yeah, I'm sure they didn't even really think about laterals. It's like priority list. Will it make it back to the station? Check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will it kill exactly. somebody? No. 
Yeah, yeah well, the structure crumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. The beast does that shit actually decently. Some of the laterals. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like it's just, it's just like, it's just like that's like a roller coaster tycoon ride. You know, it's just like everything is a piece of straight track, or it's going up, or it's going down, or it's just like flat turning, or it's the helix, I guess. It's like those kind of coaster types where the banking wasn't allowed. Yeah, like when you're like friction, dropping right? or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Where it's just like Man. like the arrow loopers where you couldn't bank the drops at all, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I've like gotten sucked back into that shit too. Like I have Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic on my phone, and like fucking um, there's this channel that's like you know about like Open RCT two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's like there's some channel that I watch where this guy just like builds shit. He just like builds. Oh, RCTs it's like like, uh, like Marcel. Marcel, Marcel Voss. Mar- there's Marcel, and then there's this dude Dirkling. Marcel is like he doesn't care about making shit that looks good. He only enjoys like figuring out the the like. He's like, yeah. which drop angle will work the best? Yeah, it's it's all just about like he just like enjoys the programming. I feel like behind the, the software, but like there's this dude Dirklink who I think is like also from you know the Netherlands or some shit who just builds these like fucking gorgeous parks with like he has like you know like an RMC as like a Gerstlauer and he like finds all these like creative ways. He has like a you know, like a, like an Intamin triple launch of the style that like there literally isn't even one yet in the world, you know, like from for next year. Like he's already yeah. built those in RCT2 and figure out how to do it. It's like so sick. I just don't, I find him a little harder to uh, stay engaged with, like as far as like voice, voices concerned. Oh, like, like how they talk and shit. Yeah. Like Marcel Voss. Hilarious, yeah. Yeah. He's okay. They both have this hilarious, like, yeah, just like very like Dutch sounding or Swedish or some shit accent. I don't know. Sorry, and whatever. I'm not, I, not mocking foreign people here. <laughs> no, I've seen those Marcel Voss videos, but I think that guy also, just aside from being Dutch, or I think he's Dutch, but he's also just seems, I don't know. Like a fucking nerd? Yeah, like he's got a, a maybe you'll get this one, but I know Ben will. He's got a very Coaster Justin vibe about him. <laughs> I don't, yeah. But. Oh, definitely. That's okay. uh, you don't have to explain that one. Don't don't bother. Yeah, uh, not worth your time. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, the Dirkling dude. Yeah, like, I don't really care about his like narration and shit. I just feel like the stuff that he makes is like 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 Marcel has zero interest in like making realistic looking shit. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like Dirkling is like it's just like if I cared enough to like get open whatever and like learn how to use it and shit. It's just like I was like when I used to be really into that shit. I was always into like recreating rides, and I feel like he's more into that feeling of just like, this is like, this actually is like the style of like how like Morgan hypers look. And this is what being, you know, like that type of shit, which I feel like, I don't know. To me, that was always the, the most fun part of it. All right. Well, go towards uh, his channel. If you want more realistic parks. I mean, and- yeah. These videos have like 500 views on them and shit. It's just like, I don't know who the fuck's watching him. This is deep cuts for the roller coaster community is really what it is. Oh Yeah. I actually have like my I like on my phone I have the like the like official roller coaster tycoon Magic Mountain, which I like have largely updated to reflect the real one. <laughs> I have Scream. I have a really shitty twisted Colossus for a bunch of reasons because it's difficult. I got Tatsu, West Coast Racers. It's great. Do you remember like eight cars per trainer or the Son of Beast trainer? No. 
it was like these programs that you ran. It was basically like you remember Game Genie. Bro, I like don't know any of this shit. I, I like wasn't really a gamer in like any wider sense. It was basically like Game Shark or Game Genie, but for Roller Coaster Tycoon only. So you could like, you could like do weird shit with it, like oh, no more height restrictions, or like oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that thing. So you'd run it at the same time. Like, I don't know. For some reason, I just remembered that. I mean, shit. God, now that we're talking about it, Ben and I uh, have a friend. Who has an literally up to the minute accurate roller coaster tycoon two recreation of Great America? Yo, why is that shit not online? I want to see it. It might I feel like be. I've searched that before. I've like tried to find like either photos or YouTube of like a of like a, a yeah, just some of those bigger parts. I I will find out from my friend. Do you have roller coaster tycoon two? How he did Goliath? I have. Uh, well, I have like the. It's just called RCT Classic, and it's a, an app on my phone. But yeah, I think I could probably download shit to it. I don't know if it'll load because he does a lot of the yeah, custom right. scenery yeah, and stuff. Right, right, right. No, he should just do like a little video like tour of it or some shit. I don't know. I don't even know where people post this stuff now. When I when I was doing it, it was like coasterbuzz.com. That was what I. It was like they had a. And I was I was in their top ten once for my like Six Flags America recreation, and then a bunch of people called me out on it being like awful. <laughs> like the coasters were really good, but I basically just had not bothered in any way to be accurate with anything else about it because I just like didn't care. Well, that yeah. was the fun of RCT. But some people like really get into the architecture shit. Like I just like for me, it was just like an excuse to like recreate Roar and like Superman and all that shit, and then just put it in a park. And that's the thing too. Like you know, the to increase the detail of a park by ten percent, it requires like ninety percent more time. Yeah, it's, they should have made it so it's like like building a building shouldn't require like you know, like 80 pieces of like separate wall. And, you know, it's just like, there should be a way right. to just do that. But, yeah. but now it never will happen. <laughs> well, now I there's like some people doing like park attack. That shit looks pretty fun, but I'm probably not going to get it. But, you know. Yeah, that and Planet Coaster both look Planet pretty looks cool. Amazing. Yeah. Planet Coaster, like the graphics just look like, they honestly look like POV videos in some situations. My only complaint with Planet Coaster is that the, I think like the graphic or the, whatever, like the uh, program behind it for physics isn't, that realistic compared to like no limits. Almost like, you know, like the, like when you watch a P like when you watch a planet coaster POV, it's like almost like the speed maintains. It's like the same speed throughout the POV. Not, it's not variable. Like it doesn't use real physics. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever play no limits? I never did for some reason. I don't know. It was just always like big in the, in the RCT and then, it just kind of never, never expanded from that. Well, that's all right. Obviously, like, yeah, obviously, like, watched tons of No Limits shit. I don't know. It also just felt a little bit less, like, it had, like, less life to it because it wasn't, like, building parks with people in them and shit. It was just kind of, like, like, it's cool to build a coaster. But I don't know. For some reason, I, like, liked the whole, I don't know. Well, I would say check out some uh, No Limits 2 videos. No, of course. I mean, I've, yeah. They've, they've I mean, updated actually, the, greatly, and it's pretty this, incredible now. Did you see the one they did of? I'm sure you did of uh, the whatever the Bush Gardens Williamsburg like Giga Spike Coaster or whatever. Somebody like remade that. Was it like BGW fans figured out the layout and then got someone to do the animation? 
Oh yeah, yeah. That shit was like crazy. A, they gave it like the dragon fire colors and called it like dragon spire or some shit. <laughs> it's cool. No, I mean it looks cool, and I feel like just based on everything they said, like like they lay out the case for this shit on this long ass web like blog post about it about like exactly why this is almost certainly what the layout's gonna be. Well, yeah, BGW fans they go over to like they get public record and shit. Yeah, it was like pretty thorough. Yeah, they, they like cool really article. do their shit. So, yeah, yeah I'll give them well, credit this, for that. This ride looks nuts, though. I guess so, we'll like, you've been you've been on plenty of coasters. Uh, I know we we prepped a little bit. Uh, hit us with some of your favorites, man. Yeah, I made a top ten list before I came here. There's there's like massive gaps in my like in my like, like I've never been a Cedar Point, you know, just like but so, but you know, here you go. Uh, my Ten to ten, going counting down, ten Montu, great nine. ride. Yeah, that shit was tight. I think that's like probably one of the most themed like thrill coasters in America. I'm trying to think like what would be more, right? Like what's like a more themed like actual adult roller coaster? Yeah, I mean that's that's up there. Uh, Batman's pretty good, but yeah, Montu might have the edge for in terms of like on ride. Yeah, yeah oh, like, definitely. Like, like, with that like it, would, it wouldn't be any Six Flags ride, right? Like it wouldn't be like probably any Cedar Fair ride. So it's like, what does that leave? And then it wouldn't be any Disney shit. Maybe does Universe? Uh, I, I guess the Harry Potter, but that's like that's kind of like a that's like a family ride. Well, yeah. Montu's great. Nine was ex- uh, Accelerator. Awesome. I fucking love that ride. That ride's amazing. I think, I, I think people like hate on it because like I don't know, it's like a short ride and shit. But it's like the launch on that is like I think. It's the best launch I can remember riding, and uh, and then and there's actually like crazy airtime on the top hat, which like you know like top thrill dragster and shit like don't, or whatever like uh, King of Cod definitely doesn't have. Yeah, no, I mean that coming over the top hat, especially in the back row, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great ride, and it's like I don't know a lot of these rides. Like I feel like like people always hate on like Superman at Magic Mountain because it's like a seven second ride and you wait like an hour for it, but it's like. I feel like that's just like an unfair way to, to like evaluate the quality of a ride. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like I, because I've been there so many times in the last couple of years, like, you know, a couple, on a couple instances, I've gone to the park and just like gotten directly on Superman right at the beginning and then just ridden it like 15 times in a row when no one was there. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? It's like a seven second ride. And like, that's a fucking great ride. You know, it's just, it's, it's like, as long as you don't have to wait for it, you know what I mean? It's just like, but I was like able to actually enjoy it that way. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, I think, you know, it's not always just the actual coaster itself. It's the whole experience around it that can affect your judgment of it. Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, like you, you're just like expecting it to be better if you wait a long time for it or whatever. And if it's overhyped, whatever. But yeah, that's a great ride. Uh, not on my top 10. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Alpengeist, uh, which is like incredible. I just love like the first drop and just the fucking like it's just how fucking massive it is. And oh, it's huge. Thing. That thing is sick. And that cobra yeah. roll, man. Yeah, that shit's crazy. It goes through it really fast too. I've been like watching videos of it recently, just been like, wow, that is like I feel like they don't really let it do that on most of their other inverts. <laughs> no, I mean the layout's great because it it's so big, but then all the other elements are like much smaller. Yeah. Comparatively to the size of the lift hill and the drop and everything. Yeah. It's funny because the drop isn't as high as the lift, but the lift hill height itself is like 195, I think. It's like 
almost a hypercoaster. Yeah, that's like the ultimate troll. It could have been a hyper invert. Not yeah, to mention, like, it. I love that uh, the lift structure they use. I wish they yeah, would have done that on more rides. Yeah, like, yeah, Bush Gardens just cares. Like, that's like an actually themed ride. Like, during, yeah, during the ride, there's a bunch of moments of like interaction with the snow. And there's like, I think you like, you like fly over like a skier who's like headfirst impaled in like a, a, a ski lodge or something, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, uh, that, that shit's a great ride. Um, Stand at Bush Gardens. Apollo's Chariot is like literally one of my all time favorite rides. That shit is just fucking, it's so smooth and just like airy and there's this turn like i think it's the hill right after the mid course it's just like one of those just like needlessly banked turns it's kind of like airtime in the middle of the turn kind of thing that's that one where it like goes to the right and then goes to yeah. the left all the way yeah it's just like i don't know and that was like the first bnm i ever rode so i just i feel like i have a special place in my heart for that above that i have boulder dash that ride looks which, sick um, I haven't been on that in years, but like when I, yeah, at least yeah, when I wrote it, I mean, you know, like, I've probably been on it like 10 times. It was insane. I still have that as my like number one, but I haven't been on it in a while. And so I'm like afraid to ride it again. Cause I don't, yeah. like, we were talking about earlier, like, is it still number one or like, I, I, sometimes I think there's more of a disadvantage of riding something when you're super young, it being like a top 10, you ride it again as an adult later. Cause you have all yeah. these expectations. I know. Whereas yeah. if you wrote it for the first time as an adult, you might be like, well, that shit was great because you yeah, don't know what yeah. I think you're right. I don't know. Yeah. And a lot of these are like, like I haven't been on, I haven't been to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg and like since before, like the like dive coaster or whatever that shit's called Griffin. So yeah, these are like very old opinions. <laughs> um, Phantom's Revenge I have next. Excellent ride. I just love that shit. I just, I think what I like about that same thing, like, you know, Alpengeist and like just the sort of like unusual layout, I feel like, you know, and like the use of the terrain that just like, I feel like it just makes it more singular. You know, it's like, there's like 10 B&M hypers that are all great and kind of the same. Like I'm not putting the, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like there isn't anything remotely like Phantom's Revenge. So I'm more inclined to just favor that, you know? Totally. And I love on that ride where it's like, the first half is all about like speed and then the second half is all like airtime. Yeah. I feel like that second drop probably isn't even like that. Like it's, it's like one of those drops that just like doesn't keep getting steeper. Like it just kind of hits the max angle of descent and just goes straight for the next 150 feet kind of thing, which like probably I feel like now I probably would appreciate less, but yeah. So speaking of flat track, like, um, Goliath has that too. That's like the problem yeah. with the first drop. Yes. Um, the Ride of Steels have that too. Like the one at New England, America, Darien Lake. Um, I remember that. Like I remember that riding in like the back row and you go down, you get that quick pop of air and then you just go straight. You know, it's like, like a ramp. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm kind of looking at it. I mean, I feel like it's like a little bit slightly more curved, but yeah, it is. It's straighter than I remember. That's definitely the problem with Goliath. I don't know. My fucking like crusade, my like joking crusade is that they need to RMC Goliath. <laughs> just like, uh, just, it's like, just fucking, you know, like, like keep the lift structure, you know, add 45 feet of height to it, mm-hmm. you know, actually profile the drop. Just like, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, they'll never obviously do anything remotely like that, but 
Like, well, I mean, like, I think it'd be kind of cool if they uh, if I'd they could they, RMC arrow coasters, like just leave the scaffolding supports. Yeah, and, why not? I mean, it's like it's like the same shit as having wooden structure yeah. already, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess you'd have to build more of like an ugly ass, like Jerry rigged structure on top of it to make it work. But well, unless like, they use the um, like the Raptor track with that, yeah, you don't need as many supports for. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, or like I guess with the the T Rex track, probably was what it would be. That'd be awesome. Well, that's I a good th- idea. Because I feel like so much of the money of building these things is like, you know, all the like footers and just like putting the structure in and like. Oh yeah, it's like. it's it's exponential. Like between like the difference of hundred and fifty feet and two hundred feet is like you know three times the amount of material and cost. It's crazy. That's probably why, like you know, with Kings Island, it probably would have costed Kings Island an extra like two million dollars to make it three hundred feet. Okay, maybe not. That's probably a stretch. That's not a correct estimate. But you you're know, saying I mean. make, you're saying to make a like Orion or whatever. Or yeah, 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 Orion. So like, um, yeah, adding like two twenty more feet of height would have probably 20. maybe a million. I don't know. It's a it's That's a crazy. lot. It's such a funny thing that people are upset about. I like. I can't. Absurd. (laughs) Well, it's like we were talking about with you know difference in metric versus imperial. Like, who the hell gives a shit? Exactly. It's a big coaster, but it's also fun um, to make fun of. Do people who go to uh, do people go to Kings Island and um, and Cedar Cedar Point? Like, is that like the same like market? For coaster people, absolutely. Like, why would they build another third, three hundred foot tall blue roller coaster? Like, like, do you feel me? Like, it just seems odd. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, they'll get a gig eventually because it's like a big Cedar Fair Park." But like, it's like the exact same market. Like, why did why is that a good business decision? You know well, I, mean? I think Kings Island attracts more people from because, like, the Cincinnati area is a huge metro. It's like. Because it includes like Kentucky, it yes. includes Indiana, Ohio. Oh, it probably includes what's over there? Uh, would that be Virginia? No, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it could be Pennsylvania. Like it's a huge mega region, and Cedar Point, I think, attracts it's just too far out of the way from that shit. Yeah, Cedar Point's got like Chicago, it's got Detroit, it's got Cleveland, and also international visitors. So no, they're not maybe competing with each other that much. Like within the chain, Outside yeah, I don't think they really do. People, no, I don't think so. That makes sense then. Yeah, it's kind of like Kings Island attracts everything okay. south of them, and then Cedar Point kind of like gets everything in the north. Right. Yeah, I think actually it's proven by the fact that there was that whole thing about the gold passes at Cedar Point. Yeah. Because those only work at Cedar Point, so it wouldn't have been such a kerfuffle if it was more of an overlap you know yeah i mean like michigan i think michigan and ohio each have like 10 million people so you know it's a it's a pretty big region yeah that makes sense ohio what a crazy place (laughs) all right so apollo oh yeah yeah man yeah, that was great. So we did what? Apollo, Boulder Dash, Phantom's Revenge. Okay, yeah, four was Twisted Colossus, just because, like, that's my home. You know, I just, I ride that more than anything else. And, uh, yeah, when it duels, it's fun. It's a good ride. I ride's really great when it duels. Yeah, there's, like, 
There's a few really good moments on it. Um, I was lucky enough to get a ride with two duels. I, I mean, I, I used to get them all the time, to be honest. Like, it really wasn't, I don't know, like, even just, like, two years ago. Maybe this year, like, if you catch it, it has to be the right season where they're bothering to run three trains and shit. And, like, then, but then it has to be a ride up who, like, cares about, like, if it's, you know, some, like, some ride ops will like constantly announce like, okay, like, like 45 seconds left. If you want to do a blah, blah, like people kind of get the idea after a while and like actually do, you know what I mean? So it's like, you have to have all of the, like you have to have be running three trains and you have to have that happening. And then like, it's, yeah, it really isn't that hard for it to happen. You know, a lot, a lot of moving pieces for six flags though. <laughs> exactly. It's too bad. They can't just like, I don't know. Like, I think the first couple times I wrote it, I thought that the like the lift hill on the second half is like actually controlled to match up, up with the other one, but it isn't. I don't think it is. It's just like it's just actually it's just slower, so it feels like it's slowing you down to 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 wait for the other train or whatever. But like, I feel like if they could just have that be actually automated, I don't know. Maybe there's no way to do that, but you know what I mean. I so think if they use like... that brake before the second lift hill to hold mm. you until the train was the, the other train was coming around, then it I could feel like work. people would, would be fine with that, you know, like an extra 20 seconds to just actually have it be good. You know? Yeah. To have it run at its full potential every time would be yeah. dope. I can't fucking wait to see in like three years. If West coast racers, like they just stop bothering with the, like, you know, syncing up the trains and shit. And they're just like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know? I mean, from what I've heard, they actually designed it. So it can't run less than two trains. But you'd ha- but you need you need three for it to work though you know what I mean because one needs to be loading and shit I mean I guess you could just wait in the shed for like five minutes or whatever but yeah I think that's the idea is they'll just keep you sitting in the shed yeah. for as long as it takes but... yeah that's probably what it'll be like if you ride in three years it'll probably be like yeah they'll run two trains and you'll just like sit in the shed for like five minutes and just watch that ad. just watch that terrible video no the video screen will be broken by then let's be yeah. honest. Or they'll just switch it to a Chick-fil-A ad and it'll just be like full pieces. Yeah, they'll put a Chick-fil-A poster over where the TV was. No, they'll just have not believe it, yeah. They'll put an ad wrapper on the train and then just install a mirror. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's pretty clever though. I don't know. I don't know if they're up for that. It's just like they couldn't have just like projected this stupid ass West Coast Customs ad like onto like the wall or something. Like they had to just literally get a flat screen TV and like tape it to the wall. Like just Yeah, and then so that video wet. it's like it's like, remember pimp my ride? Uh kinda. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, off you go. There was a meme from that show. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're known for now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was okay. It's a disappointing new ride, but you know it, it's for what it is. It's cool. Hey, at least it's open now. Exactly. My number three is Ghost Rider. Uh, original Ghost Rider redone, or do you not have much I, of a I, difference I, in opinion? I've been on both, and I don't like remember the difference enough to have an opinion. But the new, the new shit is is great. I'm a huge fan. I mean, I know it's like worse or whatever, but like I still fucking love it. I mean, I think it still runs fantastic. I think before. It was wilder, but it was also more temperamental. Whereas now it seems like it's not quite as wild, but you're guaranteed it's more consistently good. Yeah. I think that, yeah. I mean, one thing that is true is that the, the, it like doesn't, there isn't really brakes running out of the mid course or whatever. Like it just kind of coasts through that. Like, you know, that turnaround above the station or whatever. Yeah. And there's some, like, there's a really nice pop of airtime. 
and you get a ton of laterals on that too because it's a big flat turn that's supposed to happen like after you've been slowed down i feel like and so you're just kind of like racing through that shit and then you actually yeah you get like crazy air coming out of that now so i feel like that wasn't true before maybe but i don't know i don't know when they changed that though and then like i mean obviously just like a night ride on that shit. oh yeah like, they have the lights in the structure and you're just kind of like it's just the ride goes on for fucking ever. It's just, yeah, that's like the closest thing I've had. It's just like a religious experience on a ride. It's like <laughs> night rides on that shit. When those lights disappear and you're just in the structure in the dark, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. My number two is El Toro. I don't even remember it that well. I just remember it being like a very good roller coaster. <laughs> it was like a couple, maybe like four years ago. Just like the first half of that. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's Everything definitely like, up- just endless and, and kind of relentless. Everything up to that insane hill. Like yeah. That, the, like that tiny one. Yeah. Everything up to that point is just like you're out of your seat and then you get like a one second breather and then you get that crazy ass hill. Yeah. I like that ride because it like the negative G's like actually lift my shirt up. I feel you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like it like it throws you out of your seat, and then that's like not enough, and it's like more shit to throw out. It's like you're getting it's sucked just, out of your seat. Yeah, like a vacuum is pulling you up. It's like it's a long ass train too, which just yeah. means like it just makes the back even whippier. That's I did like, notice though. Um, I felt like the middle. So like I usually try to ride front or back, but yeah. I actually enjoy the middle train or the middle of the train on that ride because it, the bunny hills are a little more sustained. So instead of it being, you know, like really insane on the way down or on the way up, it's kind of like, you know, a more leveled out sustained airtime. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that it's funny too. Like with, I think like longer trains, like, like just for example, like back to the, the, the pre lift at on twisted classes, like the train is longer than the length of the bunny hills. So like, the back is actually not the best. It's like it, specifically for that part of the ride, the back is like not actually great because like by the time you're supposed to get pulled over the hill, the front is already like on the next hill and you're slowing down and shit. Yeah. It's like those, uh, Z or whatever coasters with the long, where if you ride in the back, you actually go slower on the way down and then you speed up on the way up hills. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just like, yeah, the train is so much longer than the, like the like elements or whatever. Um, Good roller coaster. And my number one is is the old uh Superman at Six Flags New England. In spite of the the straight drop. But that shit just like to me that just has everything. It's like the the, the fact that it doesn't have the mid course, which like I guess mm-hmm. Nathan's really do, but like the fact that it's just like the got the river on one side, the fact that it has like the two tunnels and one of them's like in the middle of the park, one's a, you know, outside of the park. I think it has maybe the first overbank turn ever on a roller coaster. I could be wrong about that, but I don't don't know what what else would be. Um the fact that it has like the you know the out and back and the like it's just I feel like it's the perfect layout. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been on that shit since they fucked it up though. So yeah, I think um, it's cool too because it's, it's got like two really good helixes. Yep, it's yeah. kind of yeah. Like I, I really enjoy the helixes on that ride. I also enjoy there's this one turn like so the turn like you come out of the overbank and you do that low to the ground turn and then you kind of like drop down in, into the hill. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like before. You know, there's like two bunny hills on the return trip after yeah, the first yeah, drop. Yeah, bit, yeah. It's like, like yeah, before the first one, you kind of like drop down a hill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like right after the overbank. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the, I think that's where the on ride photo is, right? That 
I'm not sure. No, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I think it's actually no, it's after the hell after that. But yeah, that's yeah, that's a good spot. That's like an underrated moment. Is I think there's like isn't there maybe a moment kind of like that on um on the like the other two Supermans? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. After one of the helixes, they just were like, okay, now we have to get back down to this other height, so we're just gonna do this. Yeah, it's almost like they couldn't figure out how to bank the track into a bunny, like go upwards into a bunny hill. Yeah. So it had to like they had to like drop it down to get it to bank and then come up. Yeah. It's really wild when you think about like what the fuck like Intamin was doing before they built like the Darien Lake one, you know? Yeah. Like it's kind of came out of nowhere. Right. Like it's like before that they like, so whatever, two years before that they built like Superman at magic mountain. Right. Which is like, looks like it was built in like the seventies. Right. And then like they built those like B and M style rides like earlier that decade, like what? And then they have some like flat rides and shit. Like, it just seems like kind of random. They just one day decided to like build, or that I guess Six Flags decided to hire them to build like mile long, you know, hyper yeah. coaster type. Yeah, it's yeah. too bad. None. It's too bad more of those didn't exist because it's like such a easy, like if like a park could build those one, like nowadays, and it would be hugely successful. To even to like yeah, you know, never. yeah, just like you could put one of those in any parks and it'll be like the star attraction. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> I feel like Expedition G-Force is probably the... That shit. shit looks insane. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. There are, I mean, there's only really... Yeah, there's only three of these in America, right? Because it's just the Supermans, right? Yeah, like yeah. And then there's like... There's, there's like the Goliath, whatever, Wallaby. Yeah, and then G-Force. And Thunder Dolphin. Thunder Dolphin, right. And then there's the Gigas, yeah. Is that it? I was so fucking unimpressed with the one when I did the one at Six Flags America initial. Like it has all the things technically, but it's just like that is like the worst layout like ever. I well, feel like it works at Darien Lake because it's got the water, but yeah, like when you just plop it into a field, and that's so weird. It's like well, I think what I put it to, I didn't know about the Darien Lake one really, and then sort of like went and figured it out after. But I was just kind of like, what? Why did they? because like, I had already been on the New England one many times and I was just like what the fuck like, yeah like having straight track in a field where you're just going for like well, and like, like there's two feet. helixes and the bow helixes are like totally flat you know and it's just like it's just, and also just like the fact that it like drops and then just turns right for some reason like it's just like there's no like elegant like there's no transition between elements at all it's just like a series of them right oh shit one yeah, second. it's probably like I'm gonna drop for like decent minutes, minutes. No worries. So it's like a decent, enjoyable like ride experience, like in the end, but it just sort of like looks like dumb as hell. Yeah, I mean it's a good ride, and yeah. I rank it pretty high, but yeah. like it's just weird. Yeah. It's one of those weird rides. A lot of straight track will do that though. <laughs> it just looks like it was built in like it really looks like Rollercoaster Stacking. Well, Maybe they were working with the with what Chris Sawyer. I feel like Werner Stengel just like didn't show up that day. <laughs> just like you guys can figure this one out. He's like he called in. He's like I don't know. Put some helixes and. <laughs> I feel like it. Yeah, I went to this um this museum in Munich, Germany, one time when I was in Germany, and they had like as a total coincidence, they had a like a floor wide exposition about or what do you call it like a. Yeah, like exhibit exhibit. Yeah, 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 about Werner Stengel. That was it. It was the entire thing was just about him. Wow. 
and they had like a book which i still have but it's in german but like it's just like blueprints for all the you know millennium force but, but also like going all the way back to like i think he did a bunch of schwarzkopf shit too like just sort of like yeah. every ride that Wait, was made you out have by a copy a of that book I literally, yeah, it's in my parents' house. Oh awesome my guy. god, dude, that's been on my Amazon wish list since they printed it. It's just the museum. Yeah, it's like it uh, yeah. never came out in English, though. It was no, I know, and I don't, I don't speak German and don't care enough to like figure it out. But like, yeah, if you know someone who does, we should just send it to him. <laughs> right? Fucking Google Translate. How well can you do with this? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's a thick ass book. It's like a full on like hardcover, like coffee table size books yeah i remember they announced it was supposed to get published in english shit's still sitting in my amazon wish list but it's just never been published in english that's yeah, crazy like, you got a copy yeah, of like, it in german yeah dude. i have photos from the exhibit too i'll like send you a mix them home like they have like a lot of like models of it's a lot of the schwarzkopf rides like the ones that were um like the portable kind of like you know like like oktoberfest type rides Oh they man, had, those like, are they, great! They just, like they had like you know three foot tall, just like metal models of those, like like probably seven of them. Ben's lucky enough; he's been on uh, Olympia Looping and on Mindbender. Has he been on uh, Euro? What's the, what's is it called? Euro? What's what's the one that's? Is it Eurostar? What it's like the inverted, the the only in, like portable inverted coaster? I don't know, man. Holy shit! I don't even know if I know about there's, that one. There's literally one of them, and it just it, like goes to Oktoberfest. And then, like, he here, was in Oktoberfest back in. Just Google. Are you in front of a computer? Yeah. Uh, by definition, you are right. So Google. Just Google Eurostar, like portable. Uh, I mean, that's all you need. And you can. It's like literally just a carnival ride inverted coaster with like B and M style track and shit. I bet it's so intense. Okay, it's popping up now. Oh, I got. I see a wiki here. I guess maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, and Intamin built it. Oh. Wow. So there's this guy like Oscar Brooke or whatever who like I think it's just like the big like rides like, you know, like mogul in Germany and shit and all the big like Oktoberfest roller coasters and there's usually like there's usually like one of them. Like they don't build a bunch of these. It's just kind of like one that sort of like travels around and shit and he just kind of like owns all of them and they put his name on it and shit. Wow, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. It said it took 10 days to disassemble. Each track piece got placed on a specific trailer created just for that piece or pieces. <laughs> and it was on 85 trucks. Yeah, man. Before Holy I was into roller coasters, shit. I was like, my thing was like carnival rides and shit. So I was like very aware of like just the trucks and the shit and like how they get, you know, folded up and stuff like that. But like, there's nothing like this in America, you know, like. They just don't do it like this. Oh, no. No, definitely not. Holy shit, it operated at Gorky Park in Moscow. I didn't even know that. Apparently, it was announced in August of last year that it's going to be relocated to Detsky Park in Anapa, Russia. So Russia's just where, like, German rides go to die, basically. Apparently so. I guess Gerstlauer built the station. Not that that matters, but I feel like all these people have just been kind of around for a while just doing this shit. Oh, Gerslauer's from Munich, too, or like the like nearby. Holy shit, it says that they were able to get 1,200 riders per hour on there. Yeah, I think it ran like three trains or runs. You know what? Yeah, it says Gio Vanola was a subcontractor. I wonder if this is anything like that one in South Africa that they made. 
I think this is four across. Is the only because the one in South Africa is two across, right? Maybe I'm wrong though. Actually, maybe this. Oh wait, yeah, the, I'm gonna, the Africa one is two across. Is it? That's, okay. Is that the only one like it? And I know the Africa one is, but I don't know. I, I think this the this one might be four. Yeah, yeah, it's four. Eurostar says it's four. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm looking at a photo. Is the South Africa one the only one of those that has the? Because you notice, like in like the original Roller Coaster Tycoon, they built the B and M style invert with two across seats. But there's only one ride in the world that looks like that, right? And it's that South Africa shit. Is it called like Anaconda or something? Anaconda, yeah. It's such an odd choice. Holy shit, coming on here and definitely schooling us. You know what's funny? I looked up the uh, Eurostar photo on Gorky Park, and this is, it's just the photos were probably from like what? To the, okay, so it says it's operated from 2008 to 2011. Mm-hmm. The photos look like shit. Like the photos look like they're from Russia. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Is it? Is it on the water? Is that what this is? Yeah, it looks like it's on a some kind of boardwalk. I feel like that this would have been so crazy just because, like, just knowing how like tightly wound up all of these like portable style rides are, and like all the Schwarzkopf ones are. I feel like this would have just been like so fucking intense. It didn't apparently. Well, I'm trying to remember because I I have a friend who's written it, and he said that it actually was less intense than Batman the Ride. Oh, well, that's too bad. Like it, he, like he said, it actually kind of felt almost like a Pinfari, as far as like the like how the elements were spaced and everything, and it was kind of slow. Interesting. But, I mean, it still looks really cool. But. No, I mean, whatever. I believe that. I'm never going to get on it. So, because I would even say that, you know, when I wrote Olympia Looping, like, uh, was that shit intense? It was intense, but it wasn't as, like, the pacing wasn't as crazy as I was expecting. Because, it's cause, it's cause, like, like, every single time you do something, you then, like, go pause on top of one of those, like, little mid yeah. moments, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, like, two, I think there's two moments where you hit booster tires and you actually kind of, like, go up, like, a mini lift hill and then drop that back down. Oh, interesting. Do they run like like six trains on that shit? I think it's five. It's a, and then they switch so between they, five car trains and seven car trains. But yeah, so they like need all these like block sections, obviously, to be able to do that. Yeah. That's crazy. Holy shit. Well, I didn't know you were gonna come on here and school us about traveling rides. I don't know shit. I just, yeah, I think maybe just in my transition from like carnival enthusiast to roller coaster enthusiast, I feel like. But yeah, I haven't been on most of this shit. I have been to the like Wiener Prater or whatever, which is like this. Oh, that place looks great. Which has like four of these, but yeah. All right. So Ben, take note. Yeah. I, I mean, are you a flat ride guy at all? Since, you know, carnival rides and stuff. I used to fucking build models of like little carnival rides. I was a subscriber to this shit called Carousel Magazine, which is the industry magazine for carnivals. And like, I used to like, sub- they had like a corner for like model hobbyists or whatever. And I would send in my like model, like pictures of my models of like carnival rides and shit. Holy shit. I was like way into that shit. Yeah. And I, I, I know all those manufacturers too. Like, there's this one called ARM, there's one called Sartori. There's like, you know. Man. Well, I know Ben's really like more the flat ride guy. So, Ben, you're going to have to prep some flat ride questions for Johan for uh, 
the later bad. appearance. Yeah. We're going like full length right now anyway, so maybe we don't need to, but I'm always down. Yeah, for I sure, no. Yeah, I, uh, how long you guys want to go for? Cause I mean, we, we, we can, we can yeah, wrap. We we got we got to save some for the full full episode. It's supposed to be a mini. I'm, I'm not like an encyclopedia expert on that shit at all, but that that was where I started. For sure. Anyway, yes. Thank you. Well, holy shit. We're 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 coming up on full length territory, but that's okay. We'll get you back for the legit full length episode. You can ask me about music too if you feel like it on the other one. Yeah, we'll get we'll dive more into that there too. Um, but for right now, music wise. Go check out Cancel the Party. It's check so fucking the good. Park. Yes. Check out Alone in the Theme Park. Fuck it, yeah. We're throwing in the remix here. Um, yeah, you killed it. Thank you. I love it. I hope I hope I can uh, you know put my spin on something else in the future for you. Dude, definitely. But yeah, uh, check out Cancel the Party. Go give Johan some love. I know he's over on Instagram. You're on Twitter. Hell yeah. Between. Anything else you want to plug here? No, nah, I'm good. This is fun. Excited to come back. For sure. Well, uh, so thank you so much for joining us, Johan. Thanks for listening. And until next time, your favorite, favorite, favorite coaster. Coaster sucks. Sucks. Oh. 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 Oh